Christmas, I can't help but peak. Yeah, I know. Whoa, yeah, that's... Yeah, I don't know why. Whoa, okay, maybe this was the problem from last time. Oh, no, your microphone's around the, ro- the other way. No, I've got the whale facing towards me. Oh, have you? Yeah. Oh. So maybe that's I... what... Are your... Is your microphone around the wrong way? Yeah, no, it's fine. It's fine. It just wasn't... You're too close to the microphone. Am I too close? Actually. Now um, it's too quiet. Yeah, you need to be like... What about now? Yeah, that's fine. What if I sit back but just talk... No. No, because then don't... I pick it up as well. So I don't know. I don't know why. Maybe if I just put my face close, I've just got to try and keep a <coughs> just keep like volume. a regular volume, volume, position. Yes, volume, position volume and position. All right, I think I've dialed in. Okay, you dialed in. Dialed you're in. Done. You're all good. I'm on you're the right good. frequency. Okay, that's good. not the hand gesture for frequency. No, it's not. Well, I don't hand. know. That's a hand that's gesture that's for that's nipples. Isn't it? nipples. Nipple, yeah. nipple, 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 nipple. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Uh, good morning. Afternoon. Merry Christmas. Stop, you stop. Look at that. Look at that. C- Please fucking stop it. Okay, right. I'm just going to sit back here. Here? Here. Here. Oh, here. This is abs- this is, there we go. There, this is, no. This is painful. Just going to turn you down. Thank you. There um, you go. It doesn't matter whether I just... Yeah, that's fine. Good morning, <laughs> afternoon, evening, wherever you are. Um, welcome to Insert Plot here. Um, I'm Matt. I'm Jake. Yay! Um, that was massively. And that was that was too professional. Seamless. Wasn't funny enough. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, we did. We did have a minute of preamble of just going noise, noise, noise. Just noise. trying to set stuff up. You're peaking again. Noise. Can you please stop it? I don't know what's wrong with you today. Maybe it's the fact that I've just got over this cold and maybe my voice maybe is well, mellowing then. out. I've also just got over the cold. Um, my apologies for uh, no uh, podcast last week. Um, that was my bad because I couldn't go. Three minutes without coughing. Um, I had three demos that day, and I had customers ask me if I was okay. Um, and you said which has no. Never happened. Before. I'm dying. So, yeah, I there was no there was no chance in hell of me being able to sit through uh, 45 minutes without you hearing me cough. And I think it started the week before because I was also coughing. You're welcome. I think. I think it started, yeah. Because I just got there as well. No, but I also think I caught it on the Christmas party because everyone was sick from the Christmas party. Everyone gets everything at Christmas parties. <laughs> it's not, it's, you You just kind of have to accept that that is, that's what's happening. You really. go out for two or three drinks, you end up having seven or eight, and you wake up with at least three diseases. Seven or eight drinks. God, no, I wish I didn't, I wish I went that quiet. <laughs> It was uh, it was on a boat as well, and you feel much drunker when you're on a oh, boat. Oh, yeah. no, yeah, because you... Blah, 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 yeah, blah. we had a three-course dinner as well, and I was like, this is not sitting right for me. But but, it wouldn't be sitting still. Well, yeah, it was... But it was good fun. It was good fun. Did you have a Christmas thing? Did you? What did you do? Uh, we, we had a, an early Christmas lunch. Oh, okay. We've, we've worked a lot. Um, was it external to work? Yeah, it was some local pub in that area. Oh. Of some sort. It was, it was nice oh, enough. Okay. The, nice. I mean, I know it was a lunch, but the portions were a bit. So no, like, com- no, like company mandated or company. Oh no, 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 party. God, no, no. So if you do it or you don't, it's up to you. Oh, okay, yeah. I mean, because we had something similar where, like, we as a team went out for went out for like dinner and we all had to pay. Um, but like, I said to the team, I was like, well, yeah, 
I get on with you guys. So like I've got no yeah. issues with I actually want, paying. I want for... I want to come and actually enjoy my afternoon. That's absolutely. You fun. need to you need to stop. I am talking at the same volume. Well, something is going drastically wrong there. I don't know what's I happened. I blame my microphone or the bit you've got it plugged into. No, it's not that at all. I mean, we are swapped <laughs> today. I'm usually on channel two and you're on channel one. See, um, that's what it is. Yeah, maybe. Um, but yes, um, so we are winding down for the Christmas period. We've both got like family stuff on over the next couple of weeks. So this is probably the last podcast you'll see of 2022. Um, we are trying to organise... Um, More consistency. More consistency. <laughs> Actually, hang on, not, not more more consistency, some consistency. Yes, we are trying to organise some consistency and we're also trying to organise a guest for a Christmas episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so, But I just need to get my head out of my own bum and get a date lined up um, with Emma. You were Emma. slightly off I know. colour. I know, <laughs> I just need to sleep. But like, today was my last day at work, so... Two weeks off, yay! Again, that's not the hand gesture for celebrating. Well, maybe yay. it is. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so everyone's feeling good. How are you all feeling? Are you good? Yeah? Oh, that's good. I'm I feel like that agree. was some weird door explorer at the moment where anyone that's listening to this has just stopped and looked around going, Hello? Uh, do, do I answer? Yeah. That, that <laughs> is, that's, that's exactly what I wanted. Mama, can you hear me? Hi. How are you? How's your mum? <laughs> That is that's usually how it goes. Um but yeah, so we have we actually have a plot for you this evening and I wrote it this afternoon after I finished work. So we I actually, actually turned up and it was written. Uh-huh. Yeah, you did. And I was reading it through and we'll talk about this after after you guess okay, the plot. Okay, 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 but like I was reading through it and it sounded so much like the plot of another film that I Ooh. think you're going to get the other film. I'm either gonna I'm either gonna be split pin or I'm gonna be Yeah. And I think I think what's gonna happen <laughs> is you're gonna get nearly to the end and you're going to realize which film it is and then it's going to be like oh mm. shit but like before that you are going to think you're going to think it's the film that it's not i think that was a very long winded explanation of i know what, I, what you think i will think we still haven't got can you tell that we still haven't got into the swing of this yet i'm still i'm still just getting used to the video but <clears throat> I don't I know how long that was going. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how long the video thing is going to last because the uptake of the podcast is much better than the uptake of the videos. I won't lie to you. Mm. We've had one view of the video. That's one view. <laughs> That's Amy. Yeah, <laughs> who's actually here with us today. So she won't be. So we're going to lose a viewer of the YouTube channel no, today. Listen when we gain. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, that's good then. Um, but yeah, we do much better in the form of like. Audio. Oh, we do much better in the form of like <laughs> he says audio having poorly adjusted, <laughs> poorly adjusted levels. Mm. We do great at audio, except when we do audio. Yeah, we're not quite at like my dad wrote a porno levels of listening. Like engagement is still lacking, but we're I think getting that's there. Down to consistency. It's down to consistency. And it's down. To, and do you know what it's down to? It's down to content. Because I content think our is content's magnificent. Awful. I mean, so do I. But <laughs> the general population of the planet. I don't think agree with us, but it's fine. We're not doing this for views. You know what? There are plenty of people out there that make a living out of being controversial. That's true, but we're not very controversial. I mean, for Christ's sake, Piers Morgan oh, gets yeah. paid more than I do. I'm sure he does, and he's a dick. I'm sure. I'm sure Piers Morgan earns a lot of men, a lot, a lot more than many people. Um, I can still kind of hear Amy and Maddie talking. So when we listen <laughs> to this back, I hope we don't hear anything incriminating. Um, but yes, so maybe they too are slating off Piers Morgan. Yes, probably. I could hit him with a snow shovel and feel no remorse. And I'm not a violent person. No, I don't. Mm. It's the same as him and Katie Hopkins, but we won't talk about that. 
Maybe if we could beat one with the other. Oh, yeah. I imagine. I feel like she's quite rigid as well. So. <laughs> just, <laughs> just swinging her on the way around. Okay, that sounded quite good in the microphone. I, I finally found yep. my positioning again. That found good. Um, why has this happened? What? You've broken it. Oh, no, I haven't. It's doing... Oh, fuck's sake. My phone now connects over Wi-Fi, so every time it connects to Wi-Fi <laughs> network, it goes, oh, do you want to use me as a microphone? No, I don't. I've paid a lot of money for these microphones. Pocket I want to continue dialing. these, please. Pocket dialing yourself on the podcast. Yes. So, how was your week? I am now also off for the Christmas break. Wonderful. Which was weird because I had I had to book time off. Oh, it's the first time you've ever it's done that. It's a foreign it? concept, I know. Mm. And I've still got the same amount of time off, so I'm not bitter. Do you? Mm. You've got 84 days off a year. Well, no, not the same. <laughs> I oh mean, over God. the Christmas break. <laughs> oh, okay. I was going to say, what kind of job have you got? Yeah, because everyone... Are you like an MP where they only work for two months a year and they spend most of their time <laughs> arguing with each other? Hence why I'm doing this podcast. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, okay. I get to argue with you because so no one else is around to argue with me. Usually what happens with MPs is they go on, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. <laughs> Amy has had to listen. To my pure <laughs> seething rage. What what makes that whole situation worse, and what I hate about it even more, is that people are now coming round to him because of <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> they fell for the marketing scheme. Literally, just remember this. Someone guy. is sat with Skeletor in a fucking Legion of Doom office, and they're going, and Skeletor's going, yeah, I'm evil, but even that's scheming. <laughs> Literally. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I I I, I don't know oh, what he's he was thinking. He's actually not a bad fella. He killed millions. Well, <laughs> COVID killed millions. It was, and I'm not I'm not justifying it at all. But like he he was responsible for people not being able to be. And this is the thing that pisses me off about it is that he has openly admitted to not following his own rules, but then caused millions of people to die alone. Or not be able to spend their loved ones with like important times and stuff. It's the death has come from COVID, whereas the UK's handling of it came mm. from him, which is the problem. Uh, um, we've just broken rule two. Oh, uh, don't get political. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! We did. Where's that? Th- we'll be right back. Thing where it freeze frames and it's do 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 do. Three guesses how we align politically. <laughs> Oh god, sorry. Uh, you'll uh, maybe you'll have to watch the um, you'll have to watch the YouTube version to get why to get we laughed there. Um, but yeah, um, okay. So we're ten minutes in. I've got wanna... I've got two things for you because it's oh, a semi Christmas special. It's a Christmas. Okay. I've got two things. So one of them is I'm going to kind of use the similar format we used last time. Where I'm just going to throw a bunch of them at you just to get your brain warming, get those wrinkles forming, and then that once that all those synapses are firing. Okay. Then we're going to go into something a bit different, which is going to test the elasticity of your mind. Okay, that's interesting. So I'm going to throw some quotes at you. Okay. And then once I've thrown those quotes at you, we'll try something a bit different. I'm going to gamble it. Um, So, the first quote is... Is... The best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. Uh, Home Alone? Oh, No. Home Alone 2? No. <laughs> Home Alone 4? No, I don't chase up with the best oh. three gone. <laughs> I don't know what happened to three. Macaulay Culkin needed a bit of a rest. Yeah, well, the number four didn't even have Macaulay Culkin in it. 
Did it not? No, number four was the one with with the rich kid who went to his dad's house and his new go- his dad's new girlfriend and his dad's new girlfriend is super super rich and they, this house with automation and stuff and there's like, oh, iPads on the walls. I thought he was going to say then, hotel. It's like was there also an orangutan way? No, that's dungeon checks in. <laughs> no, and also I think that's that's Home Alone two, isn't it? Lost in New York. Home Alone two, Lost in isn't New York. Isn't that the one, one with the hotel. Trumps in it? Yes, because yeah. they stay at a Trump hotel. I think I'm not sure though. Um, but then yeah, number four is like ridiculous. It, it is the most non-Home Alone thing I think I've ever seen in my life. And then it literally ends with the dad realising he still loves the mum and going back and leaving his super rich girlfriend. I think. I haven't seen it in a long so time. So it's like a crossover between that and the parent trap. Literally. <laughs> it's Home Alone parent trap. Could you imagine a modern day Home Alone? It's parents alone. <laughs> no, I think that's what most parents want. Or Home Trap. Home Trap. That sounds like <laughs> some dodgy TLC TV program. I feel like that's like where the the car turns out to be evil, but instead it's the house. Wait, no, there's also a film about that. Is it? There's loads of haunted house films. I mean, it's kind of 101, isn't it? Let's be honest. That's true. Anyway. Right. Anyway, yeah, I was going to say, like, imagine that. Oh, no, we we don't know if we've got burglars in the house. And it'll be like, um, Alexa, can can you bring up the front door cam? And you're (laughs) like, well, there they are. (laughs) It's literally like, (laughs) you're the front door. Um, The best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. It's the Grinch. Nope. Oh, I will give you a second quote. Die from... Hard. No, I will give you a second quote from Don't this talk film. To me about fucking <laughs> Die Hard. Um, Santa's coming. Everyone, Santa. Oh, it's Elf. Yeah, it's Elf. Okay, <laughs> it's Buddy the Elf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, got you. Um, I'm going to quote this one, and I don't know if you'll recognise it. I mean, you probably will. Is it Krampus? No. Damn no, it. no, 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 no. Um, I'll just be hanging around the mistletoe, hoping to be kissed. Oh, this is uh, Love Actually. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, because I watched it the other day. Yeah, I've not seen it. <laughs> You've not seen Love Actually? I knew I was going to get oh, this response. Oh my fuck. It. It's like, Love Actually is it's the one, one with the signs at the end. Yeah, he's well, like it's not the at the end. Car. But that's also super creepy. But then, Kira Knightley in that film, the age of Kira Knightley, she was 19, I think, or 17. 17 or 19. But then, the youngest member of the cast is like... The kid whose mum's just died, and he's thirteen, and she's an adult with a husband. There's five mm. years between them in terms of like the actor's age. She's married with a husband and a house and all that stuff, and he plays drums at his school Christmas party to win over the girl. And when you know that, when you know it's that context, like, oh. when you wa- so you need to go and watch that film now because it is the weirdest thing. Now that you've added that, it's going to just make it weird. Isn't so it? you haven't seen you haven't seen the famous scene where. Emma Thompson is betrayed by her husband, Alan Rickman. So basically, this isn't a spoiler because if you haven't, seen, say, like, if you haven't seen Love Actually, just... you need to get in the bin with Jake. But hang on, hang on. No, every no, no, no. other film that I have brought up. Yes, but the that love... everyone knows and you're like, man, I've not seen it. It's shit. But love Actually is different. Love Actually is different. Also, I don't say they're shit. I just say I haven't seen them. Mm. So check yourself. Mm. Um, but so Alan Rickman is having an affair or... He's set up to have an affair with his assistant at work. Hmm. And she's like, he's almost like reverse grooming. Like she's grooming him because he clearly doesn't really want to have an affair with her. Is that like Munchausen's by proxy? He said he's grooming by proxy. But like reverse. So he doesn't want to have an affair with her. Like he, he has no, I don't see, I don't see him as having interest in the secretary. Hmm. I forgot to breathe again. It's been a while since I've done that. (laughs) So I don't see, because he, like 
he resists her like come ons and stuff but i then people are like oh he's just a grumpy bugger he actually does quite like her so then they go shopping and he buys a gold necklace he's he's married to emma thompson mm. um and he buys a gold necklace and then emma thompson finds it in his jacket pocket when they get home and she's like oh my god my husband has never surprised me like this before so she remember so she like knows what wrapping paper is and stuff and she they open a present on christmas eve like each of them open a present on christmas eve mm. and she goes to pick up the present that she thinks is the gold necklace it's a Joni mitchell cd so she then knows that the golden necklace is for someone else right so she goes upstairs right has a little bit of a cry to Joni mitchell and it's one of the best <laughs> Joni mitchell songs right Apart from Big Yellow Taxi, it's the best Joni Mitchell song. <laughs> Every year, without fail, me and my mum will sit there and watch it and we'll both cry. And then when the scene ends, we'll be like, she has to compose herself because she's a mother. And that's what you do at Christmas. <laughs> so there's like there's me, mum, Maddie and Dave sitting in front of the TV. Me and mum both crying. Maddie's just like, yeah, it's sad, but like, you know, be pragmatic. Dave doesn't really know what's going on. Well, he does, but like, I don't think he's ever cried over it. But like it's, it's heartbreaking, it's heartbreaking. <laughs> and then the way she tells him about it, she's like, "Is it?" I'm sorry, I'm rambling now. But um, she's like, "Is it just a necklace, or is it sex and a necklace, or is it worse than all of that, and a necklace and love?" <laughs> and then he's like, "Oh, I've been a massive fool. I'm really sorry." Blah blah blah. But you never actually find out if he did have the affair, and on who, who the necklace is actually for. No, no, you see her wearing the necklace, oh. but you never see, you, it's never like confirmed that she has like a physical affair with Alan Rickman. So, and apparently that is deliberate. Like Richard Curtis has made a thing about it and he said it's deliberate that they haven't, that they didn't confirm it. Anyway, you need to watch Love Actually. Jake, it is a Christmas classic. Is it a Christmas cult classic? It's a, oh, it is though, <laughs> right? And there's not many people that would tell, like, it's it's a lot of people's favourite Christmas movie, to be fair. And I stand by that. If you want to come for me in the comments, then please do, because it will drive up our engagement. <laughs> <laughs> Controversy. Now I need to take a breath. There we go. Well, whilst you're kind of catching your... Breath after that, insightful in detail. It's not a spoiler. We've all agreed. Anything longer than its cinema release, and then the Are DVD you spoil release. Avatar two, Avatar two for me. Yeah, it's gonna be really, really boring. Oh, see, I really want to see it. I'm I, quite excited about it. Mm, I'm not jumping on that train just yet. No. Bless this highly nutritious, microwavable macaroni and cheese dinner. That's time alone. Yeah, time alone. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> I had to put it. There were so many in there. There were so many to pick from. And that's Home Alone 1. Yes. What mm-hmm. year? 1991. Ooh. Oh, 1990. Oh, shit. So close. Okay. So close. Damn it. Um, just because I cannot see it doesn't mean I can't believe it. I feel like that's the Grinch. No, but you're in the right kind of ballpark of not your traditional Christmas film. Krampus. A little bit too far away from oh. the non-traditional side of things. Okay. Um. Okay. Oh, who's in it? Um, is it Die Hard? No. Oh. It's animated. It's animated. Is it Polar Express? No. Oh damn it! I did see a I did see a quote from the Polar Express, and I was like, again, I think I've uh, like seen it by proxy. 
It's you something, need to watch the Polar Express something about a train. Well. Oh, yes, and you're like marginally it, autistic, it? so you should love trains. <laughs> I do love trains. Yes, so, so do I. But like, I drove past the sign. We were on our way to Malden. I drove past the sign and I saw a railway brown sign. Yeah. I was like, trains. Uh huh. And then we saw a tank one. I was like, all you need is a digger, and then you've got the holy trifecta. <laughs> I love me a digger. <laughs> Just because I cannot see it doesn't mean I can't believe it. I'll give you a clue. So this is animated. Yeah. And it would typically... You would watch this a little bit before Christmas. Before the Christmas film set in. Right at the start of the month. Typically following another holiday of which you know I am a huge fan of. Halloween. Mm. Was it The Nightmare Before Christmas? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was a good clue. I like that one. There you go. I like that one. And my final one is I Have a Machine Gun. Ho, ho, ho. Die Hard. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'm not going to say what I'm about to say. Say it. Nope. Say it. I'm not starting I'm cast that. the line. I'm going to catch no. a fish and no. say it. No, you're not going to catch this fish because this one doesn't like worms. I, oh, I just got very bunged up then for a second. Well, hang on. So coming back around to my final little bit of this then, what I would like from you is according to IMDb, I would like for you to name the top five Christmas movies of all time, please. Okay. Top five Christmas movies of all time. The Holiday. Nope. Love Actually. Nope. Die Hard. Yep. In at number two, baby. It's a Christmas film. Get fucked. You know I'm right. We will debate that after the podcast has finished. Right. Die Hard. That's in at number Elf. two. Elf. No. I... I... I was surprised when I, I saw this. I, yeah, I, okay. I, 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 apart from the Die Hard thing, I disagree with this. Just tell me the list. One of the films you mentioned earlier was in at number four. The Polar Express. Nope. Home Alone. Oh, Home Alone. Yep. A Christmas Carol is in at number three. Personally, I feel like the Muppets Christmas Carol should be there. Because is the Snowman is on the list? No. Ah. Some nineteen sixty four. Oh, is it a wonderful animated? Life? That's at the top. That's number one. 1946 is the first. I have never, never seen, seen nope. A Wonderful Life. Nope. Yeah, but apparently you've never seen any fucking Christmas films. You've never seen any films. <laughs> um, I think last week's episode begged to differ considering every single yeah, one of your fucking Yeah, strange quotes. because you know nothing. <laughs> and the fifth one's Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, 1964 TV movie, animated I, comedy adventure. I learned something, which you probably know. Oh, that looks weird on the camera. Like, where has my hand gone? Um... I learned something this weekend. Stop doing that. Right? <laughs> yeah. Do you know that reindeer with antlers mm. are women? Really? Uh-huh. I haven't confirmed it. Because you'd assume but that someone a, deer, told me. a deer with antlers is a stag. Mm. Huh. So I'm going to need you to Google it. Okay, I'll have a dig on that one in a minute. But um, someone told me. Elf when was, was number it. nine. Elf was number nine. Oh, no. Number ten was Gremlins. Gremlins is not a Christmas movie. It was Scissorhands at 12? Okay, I'm not... That doesn't even have Christmas in it. Yeah. Nightmare Before Christmas is down at 18th. I think... Love Actually is 21. Oh, see, that's Polar Express is 24. Is The Holiday above Love Actually? Um, no. Okay. I don't see Nativity on here anywhere, which makes me happy. So maybe maybe my family's traditional Christmas movies are not everyone else's How's, traditional. And the Grinch stole Christmas is at thirty-four. Jesus Christ! Krampus is in at thirty-seven, baby. Yeah, but no, I would just like to apologise then for my flagrant disregard for other ha- other families' traditions in the way I spoke to well, you about yeah. love. Actually, yeah. I'm very sorry. 
Jingle All the Way is at 41. I disagree with this list. Is Jack Frost on the list? I'm down at almost 50 and I'm not seeing it. Jack Frost. The Snowman is at 49. We're walking in the air. Really? And then some like off-brand The Little Drummer Boy from 68 is down at 51. No. No. Okay, right. This is very entertaining, but we need to move on because I painstakingly wrote this quote, this plot, and I need to tell you, and I need you to guess it. Need to be to get it. But then I also need you to... I need you to Google the thing about the reindeer. The thing about the reindeer. Because <laughs> someone told me, someone told me about it at like our first Christmas, like family Christmas dinner, which happened last weekend, and I was like, I don't think that's true, but I was told adamantly that it is true. Ah, uh, no, it's not true. Both male and female reindeers uh, grow antlers. While in most other deer species, only the males have antlers. Right. Compared okay. to their body size, reindeer have the largest in yeah 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 yeah. Okay, so not true. Nope, both male and female have antlers. Okay, right, well, I'm glad we cleared that up. But no, good job on the quotes there. I think there's more of a, a case of reindeer seem to be the only deer where females grow antlers. Yes. Most of the time it's round the other way, but reindeer are the exception. Yeah, see, the way it was staged to me they was... They fuzzy antlers, don't they? Mm, they're, covered in, like, they're covered in skin. Yeah, it's, it's like, like a velour. It's a peach. Mm. I love a peach. Um... But no, well done on those to both of us. Mm. Yeah. Team effort. Mm. Team effort. Who, who, who? Go right. team. Go team. Oh, we should have got you it like, right in the middle. Of it. Wait, where is the middle? Uh, there. Oh, no. There's a dead zone. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Fine. Whatever. So, yes, that was a good. That was a good. Um, was a good little you didn't even introduce the segment. I'm just going to put that out there. It was kind of a, a mixture of different segments. Mm. So. I, p- I did say I've got a Christmas, semi-Christmas special, so that's that's what I'm going to call that. That's true, that's true. The semi-Christmas okay, special. so now we have... Here we go, here we go, here we go. Um, Love that iPad. Poorly written pot. <sighs> poorly written plot. Let's try that again, Matthew. Okay. So, I'm not going to give you any... Pr- I'm not going to give you any pros. Right. I'm going to try not to look at your glasses because I can see the reflection okay. of the screen as well. <laughs> okay. We awake with one of our protagonists. Let's call her Mary. Before we begin, sorry. Is this the whole spec fighting? Are we going spec This is, this is, yes. This okay. is, this is, I would say this is speculative fiction. This is spec okay. we yeah. Tune into last week to hear about that conversation. More about spec Yep. So, we awake with one of our protagonists. Let's call her Mary. Mary has been on the run. Very festive. For years. I know, I should have called the other one Joseph. <laughs> But I didn't. Mary has been on the run for years, and she's been on the run from something we don't quite know yet. Mary lives in a world that's plagued with turmoil. Resources have all but run out, oh. and people here we go. And people are scrambling for whatever, f- whatever water, food, or fuel they can get their hands on. Oh. The people of this world live in a barren wasteland in a small in small, densely populated towns and cities. Mm-hmm. The remnants of the civilization that once was. Mm. It's not what you think. I know. We learn that despite the we learned that despite the dystopia that surrounds us, things weren't always like this. As Mary begins to gather herself for the next part of her journey, the town in which she lives suddenly comes under siege from a much bigger army. The residents begin to scramble and prepare for the onslaught to no avail. Within minutes, they are overrun with enemy soldiers, stealing what little resources they have. 
As the looting continues, Mary stows away amongst the stampeding army and finds her way back to their camp. We cut to our second protagonist, unaware that his life is about to change forever. Paul is a son of a noble, living amongst the people of the army that overtook Mary's town. As he overlooks the invasion, he sighs and makes his way to work. Um, this is where I think you're going to get it. I think I'm already there, but... Uh, okay. I think... It's I not th- Mad Max. No, 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 no. No, I think I've got this. Okay. But I don't want to uh, put my eggs in one basket yet. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. I'm going to turn my volume up slightly. Um... <clears throat> As he begins to sort through the resources captured by the recent invasion, he finds something interesting, and we realise that he is searching for items used by the Ancient Ones. He catalogues these resources, and during his day runs into Mary, who is again on the run from the army. They band together and end up being exiled, forced to fend for themselves in the harsh landscape. Meanwhile, the leaders of the invasion enlist the help of a much-loved pet to find and hunt down Mary and Paul, As our pet comes to life, we see that it has been hunting Mary for years in the hope to kill her and any thoughts of a revolution. Okay. Mary and Paul are captured under the guise of a husband and wife who attempt to help them. As they awake from their drug-induced sleep, they see they are to be sold as slaves to the highest bidder. Hang on. Oh, no. Fucked him. Oh, no. The highest bidder in this case is Sylvia. But instead of paying, she shoots up the joint and rescues Mary and Paul. Mary and Paul sleep it off, and as they awake, Sylvia tells them of a mythical place where resources are gathered and shared equally and people live in peace. She begins their journey to this utopia as Mary and Paul get to know each other a little better and agree to continue the fight to overthrow this new way of living. Any clues? I thought we're about halfway through. I thought I was there. Maybe you are. And I, I had, a, I had, a, I thought I had a solid hook on it, but my memory's a bit hazy on the plot in the middle of the film I'm thinking of. Okay. So I, I'm either misremembering, maybe, we'll or, see. or I'm on the right track. Okay. <clears throat> During the journey. They are found by our evil pet, and an epic battle ensues, fighting for Mary's life. As always in these stories, our protagonists escape, but they lose something important. Sylvia gives her life for our duo and tells them to continue their journey alone. As we follow the journey, we learn that the items from the past are used to build a cataclysmic weapon that is intended to be used against our utopia, effectively wiping them out and bringing about the end to any revolution that may be uprising. As the army draws closer to the utopia, Mary and Paul and many others prepare for battle. They won't take this one lying down. The army draws ever closer and on the approach, Mary and Paul see the weapon that is to be used against them, Paul puts the pieces together and realises he has been helping the enemy all along, but also that he knows how to destroy the weapon. Mary and Paul agree to split up. She will take the army on the ground and meet Paul at the weapon to help disarm it. There's one problem. The pet is on their tail and is closing fast. Well, I know it's not a dog, because you'd have said robot. An all-out battle ensues, and Mary and Paul very nearly lose their lives. As the weapon charges, Paul decides to take his own life in the final attempt to destroy the weapon. Mary, who has finally, after all of these years, been able to destroy the pet, 
joins Paul at the last second, effectively ending a centuries-long regime of oppression and war. Our duo reunite, battered and bruised in Utopia, equally battered and bruised, taking Sylvia's ship off into the sunset to travel the world and fight the same battles, freeing civilization. The end. See, I... That was a good one. Uh Uh-huh. That was a good one. It's interesting because me and you have spoken about this film. This is why I think I think this is why I think I know what it is. And I will be I think a piece of me will never return. (laughs) If this isn't (laughs) why fucking so dramatic. I I feel like if I don't get this or it's not what I think it is, I'm gonna have to go and go on to some sort of like spirit walk. Maybe you'll have to read the book. No you know that's I did give you the book. I know. I think I'm going to have to go on some sort of spirit walk to refine Reconnect with yourself. Yeah. Go eat some mushrooms or something. <laughs> just, you know. Okay. I mean, Just reach out to fine. the... U- stare out of the universe and see if it stares back. Carry on. I mean, you're going to have to guess first, though. I know. Hmm. What do you think it, it is? is? I, I, I think my memory's failing me on the middle part. Right. Because I believe this to be Mortal Engines. Okay. But... I don't. I have not rewatched it for a while. Uh huh. So I don't. I can't quite pin what the pet is. It is Mortal Engines. Um. Well done. What gave it away? It was. It was to do with the fact that they were a small yeah. thing, and then something bigger come along. I was like, "That's the big city of London." <laughs> so, <laughs> when was, so when I was I writing this I one, I love this film. I see. I and I don't know why it got so much hate. So I enjoyed the film. I much preferred the actual book because it's there's a series of them. It's called Predator Cities. The mm. series of books. And I remember reading the first book when I was in Antigua. It was recommended to me to read it, and it was amazing. And I absolutely, absolutely loved the story. And then the film was kind of a little bit of a letdown because there's so much there's so much other shit that goes on in the rest of the but this, series. This happens a lot. With books that are turned into film, there's oh, yeah. there's only so much that can be transposed, and as well as that, there, there is a creative license, isn't there? Yeah, of, yeah, definitely. How much ends up on the screen, and for for me, that's really struggles with reading. Mm. For me, you go in blind, and it's oh, this is amazing, and then you you realise of all the little bits that were missing. And it's the same thing with Harry Potter and everything else. We're we're gonna glaze over that one because there's lots of stuff going on around that at the moment. <laughs> no. Um, maybe that's rule three. <laughs> yeah, no. Don't talk about Harry politics, Potter, and we don't mention she who will not be named. <laughs> so, God. You know. yes, let's not mention that. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah. So you, you kind of find out all these little interesting tidbits are missing. You're like, oh, that's really cool. That'd have been really cool if it was in there. But okay. Oh well. Yeah. Whereas for someone like yourself who's read it, yeah, you then watch it and go. Oh. Hmm. But I remember giving you the book to read and I think you got maybe five pages in and I was like, no, I'm just going to have it back. But I read it before the film was greenlit. Mm. So like I finished reading it and then about two months later they greenlit the movie and I was like, oh my God, this is going to be amazing. Yeah. Amazing. I got really hyped up about it. The trailer came out and my mind had already lowered down my ears. Look at it, look at it, look at it. Because there's never been a follow-up. No, and there was, uh, and I think that's deliberate because they closed the story off quite well, so they could either carry it on right. or stop it. Um, Loose thread it, ending, so you can pick it back up if you want. And the to. movie studio lost about one hundred and fifty-seven million dollars on it. Mm. It did very badly in the box office. Um, 
So I understand why it wasn't greenlit, but it was beautiful. Yeah, but there's so much other crap that comes out. Oh, yeah, not not and, much and you, of it does well. Actually. I know, but you you kind of see all these other films where people go absolutely bonkers for, and you think, and yet Mortal Engines canned. Yeah, come on. I, I know. I know. There's an element of personal preference and what you're into and what you like and what sells and what doesn't. But it kind of, to me, on a timeline sense, it kind of fell off the back of this whole edgy teenage dystopian kind of thing that. Hunger Games and Divergent and everything else. And it, it seemed to me, by comparison, when it came out, it was almost that we're going to keep along that similar vibe, but we're going to kind of grow it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I and think there was, was actually genuine peril involved. Oh, yeah, definitely. But the thing about the, the teen dystopia stuff is it like it almost started with Twilight and then Hunger Games and then Divergent and then things like Maze Runner. But Divergent especially sticks out to me because the first Divergent film was probably one of the best movies I think I've ever seen as like a teenager because the soundtrack was amazing. <laughs> so if you rewatch it, I rewatched it the other day with Matt. It has it was got really, really good. You see, I rewatch it and it's got very little rewatch value. Oh, no, see, because I really I kind like of sit there and go, and I've watched. So bad. And acting. I also watch. I also so watch. The other two as well, because there was there was originally supposed to be four movies: Divergent, Allegiant, and uh, something they else. But like, didn't they? The first film was clearly where all the budget went because they had all of the licensing for all of the best songs. The, oh, the, the cast was, was amazing. amazing. The the visual effects were amazing, and then the second film they dropped the soundtrack because if you watch the second film. There's no music. Oh. There's no music as in like songs. There's like a score, but there's no music. The visual effects mm. are still kind of there. Like blah, blah, blah. It's still kind of good. But like you remember the first film, they had like really like yeah. M83. It, it has to when be, she's on the, when it has she's to be on a certain type of film that can only rely on score and you have to have a fantastic composer. Well, it was only when I watched it the second time that I didn't realise there was any music. Because in the first film, they had stuff... There wasn't much score. It was like, even when she's doing the zip line, there's M83 is playing. Mm. It's the per- literally the perfect match between a scene in a movie and a song, and mm. it couldn't have gone any better. And then second film, there's no music. It's all score. And then in the third film, <laughs> they even... drop the budget for the visual effects as well, and it literally looks like something that my 1068, my, my, RT, my GTX 1060 could produce on my computer. Like, it's so bad. And that then the fourth the film... That's actually the, high, the the most popular graphics card, apparently. Well, I, I want a new one, years. but I can't get a hold of one. Anyway. Um, and the last, the last film... The 1060. <laughs> it tries so hard. <laughs> the, last, the last film, the last story, they completely canned. I don't think I saw it. No, they canned it. Oh, they just didn't... Didn't do it. They were going to do it and... <laughs> I'm going to do a, a straight-to-DVD five-part series. Oh, no. <laughs> um, and they just canned it. They canned it. Because the third film, I think, went straight to streaming services or something like that. And it was, But it's such a letdown when you watch the first Divergent film for the first time. And you're like, shit, the story's great. The acting is mediocre, but it's fine. It's got some... Mm. Like, Theo James has gone places after that movie. Mm. And so has Shailene Woodley, to be fair. And they've got some... Kate Winslet's fucking in it, for Christ's sake. She She's where all of their casting budget went. <laughs> like, I guarantee you. They it's had 8%. a budget. If they had a budget of 100 million for cast, she got 50 of that. I bet you. 100%. Because <laughs> it's not really in her wheelhouse, to be fair. No. Kate Win- it's not in Kate Winslet's yeah, but wheelhouse. Yeah, you find that some of these films kind of go out on a limb and they, they pull in big... 
big people just to kind of have that. Oh, snap! Every film, yeah. Every every film, I suppose. Like, I I can't remember the last time I watched a film and went, "Oh, they're in it!" Oh my god, I thought they were dead. <laughs> I thought they were dead. <laughs> I thought you were dead. I thought they were in rehab. Do you know what the Mamma Mia? Do you know what a prime example of that is? <clears throat> Mamma Mia Two. Fucking Cher turns up at the end. Genuinely thought Cher was dead. <laughs> Genuinely, I thought she was dead. Gone her. You don't hear from her. She doesn't call. She doesn't write. <laughs> but imagine that. It's just someone sat there going, Car, wonder what she's up to. And just from outside the window, just... Oh, no, that's that's a very <laughs> overrated Cher song. No, but, but, you... but if you just heard that calling over the hills and be like, oh, shit, she's that's like a werewolf. <laughs> Do you know what they said? They went, Do you know what this movie, movie needs? Cher. Does he love me? I gotta know. That is what that film needs. If you say her name in the mirror three times, she appears. <laughs> I'd love that. <laughs> I feel like she's great to have a drink with. I'd crack open a bottle of wine for sure. I feel like she'd like steal all your coke and take a dump on your bed in. No, I don't feel like she's cokehead. No? Mm, no. Yeah. I feel like she's... For, you know, the, there's, there's certain people who have done like... She gives you party vibes. Like yeah, party vibes. But not like party illegal vibes. party vibes. Oh, okay. I, don't know, I, I don't know if it's just the gentle country singer in her. <laughs> That kind of... <laughs> you have a bias towards country, though. I do. I love country music. Started watching Nashville again. Anyway, <laughs> we're 41 minutes There's in. There's rule number four. <laughs> Don't mention country music. Um, but no, Mortal Engines, the story was very good. The concept's very good. The acting was terrible. Robert Sheehan... Not as bad as Divergent. See, I beg to differ on That's that. a hill I'll die on. Hey, is it, do you know what? You, that's your prerogative. I won't I'm be climbing up, that hill to meet you. Jack and Jill have just taken the tumble. I'm still stood up there. I'm ready to die. I will follow you <laughs> to many places on this planet. I will follow you to many places on this planet, but I won't follow you up that hill. No, no, no. 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 Okay. No. But the visual effects are very good. I am a big fan of like steampunk stuff. So mm. like Bioshock is my favorite game. And the city gave me like Bioshock vibes. Bioshock vibes. Um, Aren't they working on a series or film or something so i saw the headline about three months ago and i've deliberately stayed away from it yeah because it's either gonna i think i forwarded you something and we were like oh cool and that was it yeah because i'm deliberately staying away from it because if they get my hopes up about this and they and i crash and burn i will not be responsible for my actions <laughs> that's a hill that everyone else would die on by your hand uh, mm. uh i think they've done something similar with fallout I, I think i've read somewhere that something's in the works see i'd probably watch the fallout movie but i would have the same attitude to it that I have about the game, which is I have no idea what's going on in that goddamn game. I have tried to play it so many times, and I'm very close to the microphone here. You can hear my you can hear my beard rubbing Scratching. up against it, but I, I have no idea what to do. It's a very linear timeline on the story. It's not. No, it's not even. No, no, no. It's not. At least with Bioshock, this is where you need to be to do your next thing. Go there with Fallout. You do your first little bits, and then it's pick one of these 150 million things to do. Yeah. And then, no, because no, because that's too much choice. My my dumbass smooth brain can cope with that. See, my dumbass smooth brain <laughs> needs everything but that. If you give me 150 million you things like to do, linear plots. In yeah, games, like though. like Assassin's Creed. Assassin's you, Creed, you, I feel like is like a, this is gonna sound really weird to say out loud. You love being railroaded. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
No. You do. You like. I like a couple of strings. No, you, you like that. There's the, there's the little mat train and they're just like click on the rails and then. No, because Crash Bandicoot now. Crash Bandicoot's like that. Is you do a level and you do the next level. And you yeah, do but that's a platform. That's, that's a little bit different. Okay, that's true. But like. Bioshock and Assassin's Creed are very good. Assassin's Creed, you can kind of go in different directions. Yeah, but the, uh, let me finish. With Assassin's Creed, don't look at the cast, <laughs> will you? Right, with Assassin's Creed, you have the main story points, mm-hmm. but then you have, and they split it up into like different types of icon. So like, you can do the main story points and you can get the whole game done in about like 12 hours. But if you want to complete it, you can go ahead and do all of the other little diamonds that are on the map and get XP and get Lit- different weapons and stuff. Literally, that's what Fallout is. But I have tried so many times to do exactly that, and they give me too much of a choice. So it's like, to do this bit, you can either do this journey, or you can go here and do this journey, or you can do that. And I'm like, but then what happens to the game when I choose one of those? Like, what have I missed? But that's called replay value, because you can go back and go, like, I'm going to be a dickhead and set everything on fire and go do this bit, and you no, can find out. No, that's called ADHD confusion. <laughs> I can't deal with it. I get conf- I, I get distracted at the best of times. Like, if you give me four or five things to do in a game, I've wasted 45 quid. If I can cope. If you can cope, I should That's be kind of like the safety net test of everything. A Fallout has not... And you know... Fallout has not worked for me. I've tried to play the last two Fallout games yeah, but 76. with you. Apparently was... there's been lots of work and updates. Yeah, but they say that about cyber, Cyberpunk as well. Yeah. Which I also kind of really want to play. <laughs> and it's free on Xbox, Xbox Game Pass. <laughs> spawn. <laughs> Xbox, please sponsor me. Oh, I'm not, I'm, game, like, we could sell Game Pass to a dead guy. He already give me Game Pass for free, so... I don't need it to be sold to okay, me. Okay, well, well, we'll be sponsored by E. <laughs> We're corporate shills. We'll take on anything. Can you please take <laughs> please. my phone bill? Oh, man. Yes. Let's go. Anyway, it's 45 minutes and we got massively off topic. Um, yeah, which means we're back on regular form. Yes. But no, Mortal Engines. Oh, we should do like a popcorn scale. Like how many how many bits of popcorn would you give Mortal Engines? Oh, no, because that, that to me, the rating system there is how many bits of popcorn would you throw at it in anger? Oh, okay. Yeah. How many bits of popcorn would you throw at that film in anger? Out of, uh, how many is in my bag? Like, 10 bits of popcorn? You have like a Odeon large. Oh, so we're going for percentage. Oh, yeah. We're talking. Um, I would probably, like, you know, when you get to the bottom and there's like the, the little bits that get stuck in your teeth. like The, the kernels. Little, no, like the, the, the kernel skin that gets oh, like yes. right yeah, up yeah. and then you yeah. find three months later. I would, I'd grab the handful of skins, kernels and the bits at the bottom and would like, yeah, a bit of dust just out of anger, the fact that they're not continuing it. 10 out of 10 like, would agree. Uh, I'm covered in popcorn dust. Yep. 10 out of 10 would agree. Okay. I really like that format. I think we're going to continue that. I like okay, the, the whole... The angry yeah. popcorn format. Angry, angry popcorn. Yeah. I like that. Um. Anyway, that was fun. I enjoyed that. I had fun. We're back. Perked me up. We're, we're, back, we're, we're big, baby. But then we're taking two weeks off and we'll see you in the new year. Hopefully with the Christmas episode. Well, you know, Thanks, it's, Emma. <laughs> it's a well-deserved break from not doing any work with podcasts. <laughs> Yay. But yeah, there's a lot of... There's not to get too deep, but like there's a lot of like parts of my life which I have neglected over the last couple of weeks and my new year's resolution is to just be a better human so uh new year's resolutions don't have to start from a certain date for me they do well new year's resolution does because yes you've got it in the name and also I want a little bit more time in bed before they start <laughs> <laughs> I want to be a better person but I also want just a few extra hours in bed before I do is that too much to ask I'll sleep and then be a better person until then I'm going to be an asshole yeah <laughs> yeah that's true. That's the one. Anyway, um, thank you very much for listening. Um, 
I had fun. I had fun. Uh, we hope you had fun. How's your mum? Tell her <laughs> I said hello. And if you didn't um, have fun, go watch Die Hard because it's a Christmas film. Nope. Yep. On that note. <laughs> fuck's sake. He fucking got me. Uh, also, never seen Die Hard, so I can't really comment if it's a Christmas oh, film or not. no. No. You have been fighting from that hilltop. You've not even backed yourself. Oh my god, you absolute prick. You have been defending the honour righteousness of Christmas and claiming that the festive period cannot be respected in Germany.